Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Hey, you guys, welcome to Moms in Real Estate. I'm Kristen Cantrell. And I'm Angela Fazio. And we have an awesome guest from Boston today, Catherine Cranenberg. You guys, I want to share something that Catherine wrote when she told us about her victories as a mother. And I, I think these are so awesome to highlight. So accepting that mistakes are not permanent. Forgiveness and acceptance is a life journey and laughter is key. So I wanted to say those things to introduce us. Catherine, welcome to Moms in Real Estate. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm excited to be here. Um, so I am originally from Texas and spent a uh, majority of my life in Washington, D.C., where and then moved to Boston like four years ago. And I have two children, ages 14 and 12. Um, and I am with, uh, Sotheby's international realty. And some of the things that I really am excited about today is sharing a little bit of my journey with, with you guys. I'm excited. I love, I, you guys stay tuned to the whole thing because she has an amazing tip on how to, um, gain community and meet people yes. and, and network. It's such a great idea and you don't want to miss it. So I'm not even going to tell you, you have to listen to it later. <laughs> I know. I know. And Catherine, like you, like she just said, you guys, she moved from Washington DC to Boston, uh, just four years ago, but she's been a real estate agent for quite a while. How long Catherine? Uh, since 2006. 2006. So I know that's hard. I know a lot of, um, a lot of people go from one area to another and they have to rebuild their real estate career. And I know that's something that's been kind of hard for you. Will you share what that's been like? Sure. So, uh, coming from the South, uh, including DC, um, uh, cause people here consider that the South, <laughs> right. um, you know, I came from a very transient market, uh, in DC with ambassadors and international companies people moving in and out from working with the government, everyone moved around a lot. And so it was exciting because there was always sort of a buzz and you were meeting people from everywhere else. So to move here and be more insular where people stay in their homes for 40, 50, 60 years. Uh, we came here also when our kids were a little bit older. So friendships had already been established by a lot of these families. And as you know, as the older you get, the busier you get. And as the kids get older, activities become part of it. So just integrating uh, here was kind of, I kept saying, okay, I'm not really from here. So I just need to accept that I live here. And so it took me some time to do that. There's a lot of idiosyncrasies in, in any place. Um, so there's definitely some here. And if you want to <laughs> talk about that off camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's true everywhere. Well, tell us a little bit about like, you know, rebuilding community um, when you are, when everyone is established, like how did you insert yourself into your community and try to be around people more? Okay. Well, yeah, that's a great question. So if I talk a little bit about sort of the mom sides related to your podcast here, um, I was uh, very involved on the uh, PTA at the school. I became also a room parent. 
Um, I helped uh, actually build awareness around um, the Green Committee at school. So I got really involved with that. The other thing is um, I'm such a philanthropical kind of person. I love serving my community. So one of the things I did is um, I help deliver food from Newton Food Pantry to those in need. I do that actually once a week. And then, you know, just a variety of things where I help and support other people. So that's, that's one that's of the ways. Kristen, I don't know if you know about, about this about Kristen. She's the master connector. And we um, coach and mentor lots of real estate agents and, and about how do you make authentic connections and, and how do you build relationship and all of the things that you're saying resonate with us because you're taking something you're already interested in mm -hmm. and you're using that to find a way to network and meet people. And I, it seems so logical, but people get that messed up all the time. They go do something that's not even authentic to them mm -hmm. for the sake of meeting people. And they, and you wonder why you're not meeting the kind of people you want to meet. Well, and I think what is a, a great point to make <clears throat> with what you're doing is sometimes people wait for the opportunity to come. Like you went and you created your own opportunity. And I, I'm, that's kind of like, I feel like that keeps coming around me right now where I'm trying to help people understand that they need to create that opportunity. So I love, love hearing what you've done. And one thing that me and you talked about when we first met was what you're doing on Tuesday. And it's so up my alley that I just, I love it. So you guys, you have to share with us about your Tuesdays. Oh my gosh. So this is so fun. Um, so a new bakery opened up here in Newton. It's a, a Boston like phenomena. It's so amazing. It's called Tate Bakery. It's, um, started with um, uh, a woman. It's a woman ran business and she has now places all over um, Massachusetts and now in DC as well. So they set one up here and it was like the hugest thing that happened because everyone wanted one here. So on Tuesdays, um, I love going there. I invite clients, I invite friends, um, even colleagues, um, people that I work with, uh, vendors, lenders, home inspectors, and I grab coffee with them. I set them up in advance. I get their coffee order and we sit and we chat. We chat about kids, we chat about life, we chat about work. And what's been interesting for me, so I've been doing this now for three weeks. And as you know, um, when you start something, you're for me, I, I'm all into instant gratification. So it's slowly moving up and each week I'm we getting more and more people. <laughs> and so what I love most about this is that when you really come from an authentic self, and this is kind of where things got a little buried for me in moving here, I just sort of said, okay, you know, I am from the South. I am super chatty. Um, I'm a confident woman and I am a successful woman. And so when meeting everyone, we just kind of blend in with all of these different topics and conversations. And this past week was really amazing. Some of the people that I met and um, outreach that they're doing, fund fundraisers that they're working on. And I really want to support that as well. So it's been really great. I love that. And you never know where like one of your relationships are going to go, right? One of your conversations. And I think it's awesome that you're opening it up to like all these different types of people, right? So how are you inviting all these people to your Tuesdays? Yeah, that's a great question. So I use uh, multiple ways. One is um, actually through social media. So Instagram, people follow me all the time uh, there. So I will reach out to them through that. 
Also, I have a weekly newsletter that I send out and people can go on there and actually book an appointment through Calendly. And um, yeah, and then people just reach out to me because they've seen what what I've been doing. And this week I decided to focus on um, people's nonprofit efforts to see what are they doing um, and share that. So I, I take a camera, I do a video, and it can also be with lenders, home inspectors, and just people in the community. We just chat and talk about life, talk about kids. Talk yeah, about wait a minute. Are you saying that you decide on a topic ahead of time and let people kind of know, hey, we're, I mean, yeah, we're going to be chatting, but we're also going to be focusing on, and, and you have a topic. Yeah, I decided that this week I throw that in there. Um, there's definitely been some huge influencers that I follow that are, are big on giving back to their community. Mm-hmm. And um, if there's a way that I can create awareness for what it is that they're doing, then that's even better. Yeah. Wow. What yeah. a great idea. It's so smart. And I think um, one thing that I, I talked to you about before was that like everything big starts small. And sometimes it's so hard. You're three weeks in. Sometimes you guys, she might show up and not one person comes and has coffee, but guess what? She's going to continue to show up because this is going to catch on. And when people see her doing it consistently, it is going to be such a blessing for her and her business. Yeah. You know what? One of the things that we always share just to be authentic is it took a couple of years for this podcast to not be extremely hard to find guests and, and keep it going and, and, you know, get our groove on. And now people are like, Oh gosh, it, you know, you're so successful at doing that podcast. Well, it wasn't successful at first. It was hard work. It was hard. I mean, but it was worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you stay consistent, because somebody's going to go, hey, well, you know what? I, I want to go to Catherine's thing, but not this Tuesday. I'll I'll wait till next Tuesday. And the right. mistake people make is they don't, they get, they give up and then somebody shows up and you aren't there and they'll never come again. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I think I was talking to Kristen about this before. Um, I chose 7.30, 9.30 morning because I wanted to uh, get the moms who were finished dropping off and not ready to, you know, need a little kick in their day. Um, also to for professionals and people who are, you know, going back into the office, they can just swing by. And um, they usually send me their coffee order in advance, which I love because this bakery oh, is so nice. is so uh, popular that, um, yeah. It's busy. But, yeah, it's super busy. It's super busy. And, you know, obviously the people who work there are starting to get to know me. They know I like my little heart on my coffee. <laughs> oh, nice. oh my gosh, I love that. It's, it's like everything. I feel like that is so up my alley. It couldn't be any better. I love That's it. true. Okay. I want to read something that you wrote because I, I enjoyed you guys. We send out a questionnaire before our guests come on the podcast just to get to know them a little bit better. And one of the questions was, what have your victories been as an agent? I'm going to only put or talk about a little part that she said, but she said, not giving an F and being me. And we, (laughs) we we are so, that is so us. And, (laughs) and then she said, because people who like me and know me, see how committed I am to whatever it is that I do. And I love that. Like you, you just are authentically you and guess what? You might not capture everybody, but it doesn't matter because you get to show up being you. And I just, I love that you wrote that. Well, and like people, like-minded people attract each other. Right. And uh, just like how we found each other here. Um, And I think that's one of the, the big reasons why I kind of started mastering Instagram because before I was just using it very personably and saying, Oh, look at me, eat this, or look at me travel there. Um, but a lot of people had found me 
because I shifted that to not only just, you know, some personal stuff, but also work related things. And, um, and people are asking questions, right? That's kind of the, the thing you want to just keep asking questions. I just want to hit on something really quick when you talked about, you know, how many years it took to get the podcast going and with my Tate Tuesdays and doing something consistently. So we all know that Tom Brady has retired and um, in the clubhouse room I was at yesterday, I think it's called the 805 Mountain Time Club Room. And someone had spoken about how many times Tom Brady failed before he got it right. And he was, I think they said it was like 195 times before he got, you know, chosen is what they were basically saying. They passed him up that many times. So wow. stick with it, right? That's persistence right there. I love that. I love those stories. There's so many of them. Almost every success has that kind of a story behind <laughs> it. Um, so it, it should be inspirational for people who are, they're like, I'm trying so hard to keep, keep going. You know, I'm going to try it again. Yeah. I'm going to try it again. And you should, you should have like a bank of those stories that when you feel discouraged, you can whip one of those out like and remind Tom yourself. Brady. Yeah. yeah. Cause all we see is Tom Brady. Right. We're like, he's freaking awesome. But guess what? <laughs> he wasn't always freaking awesome. That's right. That's I love right. that. And I didn't always give an F. Uh, we all know when we have crossed that space where we're like, so, you know, the older right. I get, the more I feel that way. Totally. Well, because life experience teaches you that it doesn't, it doesn't work any other way. <laughs> I mean, that's how things work. And you, you can't know? go around being a people, people pleaser. It's exhausting, you know? Oh, yes, totally. Yeah. And speaking of great quotes from Catherine, can we go back to the way that we opened? Yes. And let's talk through those three phrases. It's not very often that we'll pull phrases out of people's questionnaire and want to break them down, but that is so good with your permission. I want to break that down a little bit. Yeah. So let's start with accepting that mistakes are not permanent. Well, the list is long there, right? Um, mm -hmm. So if we just take the example of moving here, right? So I had already had preconceived ideas within like the first few months about uh where I had moved to. And being someone who traveled a lot uh, when I was younger with uh, living in Europe and a variety of different places in the US, um, I had to kind of come out of that, uh, accept the culture that I'm in. And of course I did things, um, probably even gave off a vibe that, um, that I didn't like where I was. Um, but it just like you overcome that. And this is one of the reasons why I go back to, I don't give a F because, um, once I accepted that in myself and I started sharing with people that I do care about where I'm living, um, it just made, it opened up a lot of new relationships and friendships. So that's one of the things I would just give Ooh, an example. That's a, that's a great example. You know, some people, when they make a mistake, they beat themselves up forever over it mm -hmm. instead of understanding that. There is a way to move forward from a mistake. And oh, by the way, everyone makes them. Everyone makes them. <laughs> it's a journey, right? Yeah. yeah. Stop dwelling on it. Move on. <laughs> Sometimes. It's not an overnight thing, though. I agree with it's you. It's not. It's not. Okay, let's talk about forgiveness and acceptance as a life journey. Yeah, this is really deep for me. So um, I think a lot of people in COVID, during COVID got to really see a lot of things within themselves in their marriages, with their work, um, feeling blessed to have that time with their kids. Um, 
it gave us an opportunity to come together and and share a lot of that uh, again related to the move or um, you know so I I have a I have uh, Crohn's and there are a lot of things that I missed with my kids growing up and just forgiving myself for feeling guilty. Do you know what I mean? Of uh, missing, missing those moments with them <laughs> and forgiveness, uh, just how I am. Right. So I think you got to start with yourselves and then it, then you just project it on with others. So um, I just think that the relationships that you really cherish, um, they forgive you as well. You know, I love this topic of forgiveness, especially right now, because I'm reading a book called Total Forgiveness. And I'm literally just a few chapters in and I'm like, oh my gosh, does the world need this book? I mean, I need this book, but it's the, the topic of forgiveness is such a, we could talk for hours just about that one thing. So I love that we at least touched on it. And I love yeah, that I, you focus on like a global um, reference to that, because I think the whole world is really has been shaken up so much, right? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yep so much. All right. My favorite one is laughter is key. <laughs> Absolutely. If you can't laugh, you gotta have fun. I don't want to hang around you. <laughs> it's so funny. I always say to my husband, you tell the worst jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I love dumb dad jokes. I love them. <laughs> uh, well, he just has like these really corny ways of saying something and he thinks he's being funny and we're all just sort of like, <laughs> mm, not so funny which is yeah, funny, so which is funny. Yeah. right right exactly exactly so yeah I think that um again I just keep re relating it back to like the last few years um I think you just have to find fun ways to be together and as much as we were all separated and uh and so in isolation um you just had to keep finding the, the joy of the moment with, uh, with your families. Right. Um, and I also think it's really, it's when you do it and you look at yourself in the mirror, like it just changes everything. I remember doing these meditation classes with Tara Brock in, in Maryland, uh, really close to DC. And she would always say, just put a smile, just put a slight smile whenever you're just sitting there throughout your day. And it just, makes your whole disposition change. Absolutely. And it all, and it also, um, cures resting bitch face. <laughs> I was, I was going to talk about resting bitch face. Sometimes I haven't, I'm like, why do I look so angry? You know what? I learned a long time ago. Cause I, I, I love to teach and speak <laughs> in front of a lot of people. And, um, and I often talk about, Hey, are you, if you're enjoying what you're listening to, what you're experiencing, what you're seeing, inform your face. Like, do you know that you can actually habitually change the way that your face looks if you, if you want to. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know what I actually recognized this was uh, during worship at church, I was singing and I was like, I feel like I look angry right now. Like I just like totally <laughs> thought and I wasn't angry. I was actually really happy, but I feel like sometimes we just don't even know. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a, it's an important <laughs> thing for bringing that up, Catherine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I mean it really is. Um so and it's, it takes a little bit of an effort, right? Because it's so easy to just get bogged down with all the things that aren't going right in the day or things that you haven't finished. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And always remember, like, it could be worse. 
Like, I feel like that's something I'm always, if whenever I'm like upset or I see somebody upset, I remind them like, Hey, it could be a lot worse. Like exactly. there's worse things going on in the world than whatever you're upset about, that's you know? Right. That's right. So I, I just have loved getting to know you. I love our conversations and I, I just, you've been such a great guest on our show. So thank oh, you. Thank you. Yes, yes, thank I've you. enjoyed it. And what's hit me the most is how intentional you have mm-hmm. been. Like just, I, I'm, I hear it in everything that you're talking about is that you decided to be intentional mm-hmm. about where you're living and how you're going to meet people and the way you're going to, you know, think about things. So I appreciate that about you. I really appreciate both of you. And I've been so excited to do this. This is my my first ever podcast and you guys have made it so comfortable for me. And I hope everyone else who's doing it with you is enjoying it as much as I am. Um, my word of the year is commitment. And so, uh, this is one of the things that I wanted to commit to was, uh, to meet other women business owners and share our stories. Well, you did it. Thank you you very much because we were blessed as well. Yes. All right. Bye guys.